This is our devotional commentary for Numbers chapter 24. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. When Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go, as at other times, to look for omens, but set his face toward the wilderness. And Balaam lifted up his eyes and saw Israel camping tribe by tribe. And the Spirit of God came upon him, and he took up his discourse and said, The oracle of Balaam the son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eye is opened, the oracle of him who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, falling down with his eyes uncovered. How lovely are your tents, O Jacob, your encampments, O Israel, like palm groves that stretch afar, like gardens beside a river like aloes that the Lord has planted, like cedar trees beside the rivers. Water shall flow from his buckets, and his seed shall be in many waters. His king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. God brings him out of Egypt and is for him, like the horns of the wild ox. He shall eat up the nations, his adversaries, and shall break their bones in pieces and pierce them through with his arrows. He crouched, He lay down like a lion, and like a lioness. Who will rouse him up? Blessed are those who bless you, and cursed are those who curse you. And Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he struck his hands together. And Balak said to Balaam, I called you to curse my enemies, and behold, you have blessed them these three times. Therefore, now flee to your own place. I said, I will certainly honor you, but the Lord has held you back from honor. And Balaam said to Balak, Did I not tell your messengers whom you sent to me? If Balak should give me his house full of silver and gold, I would not be able to go beyond the word of the Lord to do either good or bad of my own will. What the Lord speaks, that will I speak. And now behold, I am going to my people. Come, I will let you know what this people will do to your people in the latter days. And he took up his discourse and said, The oracle of Balaam the son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eye is opened, the oracle of him who hears the words of God and knows the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty, falling down with his eyes uncovered. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of Moab, and break down all the sons of Sheth. Edom shall be dispossessed. Seir also, his enemies, shall be dispossessed. Israel is doing valiantly, and one from Jacob shall exercise dominion and destroy the survivors of cities. Then he looked on Amalek and took up his discourse and said, Amalek was the first among the nations, but its end is utter destruction. And he looked on the Kenite and took up his discourse and said, Enduring is your dwelling place, and your nest is set in the rock. Nevertheless, Cain shall be burned when Ashur takes you away captive. And he took up his discourse and said, Alas, who shall live when God does this? But ships shall come from Katim, and shall afflict Ashur and Eber, 
and he too shall come to utter destruction. Then Balaam rose and went back to his place, and Balak also went his way. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. The wise men from the east, they had come to Jerusalem in search of the newborn Jewish king. Having seen his star when it rose, they began a diligent search, which eventually led them to Bethlehem, where they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Play some Christmas music as you read Numbers 26. For Balaam's final oracle looks to the distant future, when a star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. The star is a symbol for a king, and the scepter is part of his royal insignia. Bethlehem's famous star was a fulfillment of Balaam's prophecy, announcing the birth of Jesus. Israel's ultimate king. About 1400 years before Christ's birth, Balak, the king of Moab, hired Balaam to curse Israel. Twice Balaam refused, saying he could only speak what the Lord told him, and the Lord had clearly revealed that Israel was a blessed nation. Still unpersuaded that the Lord would not change his mind, Balak figures the third time may be a charm. So he takes Balaam to another place, offering the same sacrifices as previously. The first two oracles of Balaam had described God's special relationship with Israel, reviewing what he had already done for them. But now, his oracles will include visionary predictions of Israel's future settlement in the land of Canaan, the rise of the monarchy, and victories over specific foes. Balaam compares Israel's future settlements to strong trees growing by life-giving streams of water. Their land will be fruitful, their population will grow, and their king, he says, shall be higher than Agag. Some 300 years later, Israel's first king, Saul, would defeat Agag, king of the Amalekites, their oldest enemy. Balak is not happy about this prediction, informing his prophet that he can leave now, without pay. But Balaam reminds him that he has only done what he had promised, declared the word of God faithfully. And before Balak can send him home, Balaam describes in greater detail how Moab and all her neighbors will be affected by the great king of Israel. Much of it was fulfilled in the reign of David. Saul's successor, but those victories only prefigured the greater conquests of Christ at his first and second comings. As the son of David, Jesus triumphantly conquered our greatest enemies, sin and death, and he now reigns until he has put all his enemies under his feet. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.